You are listening to LDS and Loving Life, episode number 53, Believing Your Beliefs. Are you a member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and sometimes feel overburdened, discouraged, and generally not as happy as you'd like to be? If so, welcome. I'm Jordana Thiessen. I am a lifelong member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a certified life coach. I am here to help you use the gospel in the way that I believe it is meant to be used, to bring you joy. Let go of limiting beliefs that bring you down, and welcome empowering beliefs that lift you up. I'm so excited you're here. Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's podcast. I am super excited about today's episode, and I think a lot of people are going to relate to what I have to say. And my hope is that I'll have something to share with you that is going to help you to increase in your personal testimony and also being able to know how to strengthen any belief that you want to have. And the reason why I wanted to do this episode is because As members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have a whole, whole wealth of knowledge of what we believe as a religion, as a church, right? And I don't think we all always believe fully the things that we claim to believe. And what I mean by this is not places where you're doubting doctrine generally, right? This actually isn't going to address that. This episode is going to address things that you claim to believe, and often you do believe in a lot of cases, but when you find yourself in um, tricky challenges or in a situation where maybe you're not 100% happy with how you acted, when you struggle to believe the belief that you claim to believe. That is so messy. (laughs) Thanks for just enduring with me. This is all going to make sense as as we go throughout. Um, I actually just recently had the chance to speak in church and I got to talk about um, making your beliefs personalized. I love uh, this idea of having your church beliefs become personal beliefs. But I actually had the idea and plan to do this podcast way before I was ever asked to speak. And so to me, this is just a cool little reminder that for me, this is something that has been important and I feel like it's going to be important for a lot of people. So you actually hear me talk about this concept a lot and it's true with things inside and outside of the church where I talk about, you know something in your head, but you don't know it in your heart. And so kind of the analogy that I had thought about was, I remember back before I was a parent and people who don't have children do this and I chuckle at it. But before you have kids, you have a lot of really good parenting advice. (laughs) You know all of the things so that your children don't fight, so that they are polite, so that they don't leave messes. And so before you have children, like you know all of these things. But then when you become a parent, it's like, oh, okay, I get it now. And so it kind of becomes a more internal belief from having experience with it. And this is true 
within the gospel. Um, you can take any gospel teaching principle, belief, statement, and and figure out how much do I personally believe this gospel belief. So again, the point of this is not to um, encourage you to leave the church and be like, oh no, I don't believe this. This is geared towards those of us who already have within us that desire to believe. And um, it's going to have the the result of helping you to have a strong personal testimony that you can use for you in those hard times in your life. Um, so I want to give you some examples of things that you might use as a statement or kind of topics or ideas around where you may have not developed a personal belief. Um, it could be things like... God loves me no matter what. It can be around tithing. It can be around the principle of I can do all things through Christ. It could be that daily scripture studying will bless you, that the atonement works for me every single time. It could be around family history work. It could be around temple attendance. It could be around the word of wisdom. It can be Sabbath day observance. Really anything will work. And what you're going to do is choose one. You may have an idea of a topic or principle already in your mind that, yeah, I would like to strengthen my belief in this. And what you're going to start off with doing is uh, just write down that statement or that principle, whatever it is, just at the top of a page. And you're going to ask yourself some questions. So I have some examples of some questions. They are by no means the only questions that will work. So hopefully one of these will work for you, or it will help trigger a different question that will help you. You can simply start by asking yourself, how believable is this for me? And maybe you want to do it on a scale of one to 10 with one being not at all and 10 being 100%. And then ask yourself, why is it not a 10? Assuming it's not a 10. Um, you could ask yourself, when might I think that this is actually not true? When have I doubted this being true for me? Another thing you can ask yourself is, do I believe this for others? That's going to probably be a yes or no question, or maybe it's a mostly. And then you can also ask yourself, do I believe this for me? So I'm going to kind of walk through an example of a belief that I have found I did not always believe strongly and sometimes still struggle to believe like on that personal level. And that I see a lot of members of the church struggle with that I have talked to and have worked with. And so maybe this is going to um, stand out to you as something that you have struggled with. But if it's not the thing that you are struggling with right now, apply the same steps, the same principles to you. And the thing that I have seen that a lot of us struggle with, in fact, probably all of us struggle with, is this belief that God loves me unconditionally. What we personally believe, so God loves me unconditionally, is a, is a church belief doctrine, right? And then that personal thought is, or belief is, I'm not worthy of God's love. And so our thoughts, our beliefs create our feelings 
And so when in our heads we believe God loves me no matter what, but we're believing in our hearts, I'm not worthy of God's love, guess which belief is going to drive your feelings and create your feelings? It's the one in your heart. So when you're believing I'm not worthy of God's love, you're going to feel something and it's not going to feel very good is, is my guess. <laughs> because if you're, if you're here listening to this, you value God loving you. So you might have feelings like rejection, worthlessness, hopelessness, shame, or grief. So I'm just going to go with the example of feeling grief. I'm not worthy of God's love creates feeling of grief. And so then you look at what do I do when I'm feeling this grief? Maybe you stop reading your scriptures. Maybe you stop praying or they become very rote, right? Just repetitive, but not, not sincere. Um, you find reasons to doubt all of the teachings about God loving you and finding the evidence about why you aren't worthy. Maybe you stop participating at church as much, or maybe you even stop going to church. Um, and so like the list can go on and on, but our actions create something. And what these actions have created for yourself, so I'll say it as if it's me, I've prevented myself from feeling God's love. So when I'm believing I'm not worthy of God's love, my actions create me preventing myself from feeling God's love. And so then that just reconfirms that that belief is true. And so this is a pattern, and it's so important to be able to see the pattern of belief that your beliefs in your hearts are creating. Because the belief in your head isn't strong enough. The belief in your heart is what is strong. And so as you can see this pattern of, oh, hey, I actually don't really believe all the time what I say I believe, right? And so you can see this pattern and you can start asking yourself, where else do I see this? And, and then looking at that result that you've created, I've presented myself from feeling God's love or, or whatever it is for you, you can start looking at it with some curiosity and compassion and ask yourself, do I want to keep this thought? This thought is always going to create this result. Is this the result that I want? So it's really important to remember that beliefs are a choice because our beliefs are thoughts that we believe. <laughs> that is what it is. So thoughts come, all sorts of thoughts come to us and we get to choose whether or not we want to believe it. Now, the natural man is always, always, always going to plant little seeds of doubt and to try to tell you that what, what you claim to believe isn't true for you, right? That it's true for everyone else, but not for you because the natural man wants to keep you separated from God. But remember that we are free to choose. We learned that in 2 Nephi chapter 2, verse 27. And so we know that we're free to choose liberty and eternal life or captivity and death. That's what it talks about in the scripture. But we also get to choose simply what we believe. We get to choose which thoughts we're going to entertain. But how do we choose a belief? And this is where I think I have something really valuable to share with you. Actually, I think the whole thing is valuable, but this is going to be extra valuable. Um, so how do you choose to believe? Well, I think there's a lot of the primary answers, right? Read your scriptures, go to church, pray. But we can do those things, and we can do it and also have nothing extraordinary happen. So I have some tips for you about how to make those primary answers become more effective so that if you want to make, take a church belief and make it personal, you'll be able to do it. Um, so this is kind of like taking Alma chapter 32, which is, if you remember the chapter where Alma compares faith to being a seed. 
And so if you, so this is kind of like the how to do Elma chapter 32. There's a lot of ways, but what I want to focus on today, one of my favorite tools is questions. You've heard it before. You're going to hear it again. (laughs) So when we ask ourselves questions like, why can't I? It invites answers about why I can't. And so then it's true that when I ask myself questions like, how can I? It invites answers of how I can. So we started off by asking ourselves, like, why isn't this always true for me? When have I doubted? Why isn't it a 10? Right? Like, and the purpose of that wasn't to make us believe that unhelpful, untrue thought. It's to help you recognize what am I believing right now? What is running the programming for me? And so now we want to start asking the the more helpful questions. Okay, by more helpful, I mean the questions to help engender belief in your heart, okay? Because the first questions are super important because you have to know what you are believing right now. So you're going to ask your question, yourself questions like, how have I seen that this principle is true for me? When have I seen it being true for me? Um, and so again, if we're looking at this, God loves me no matter what, when you're asking how, how have I seen that this is true for me, then you're going to find the evidence, the proof of it. Now, sometimes a belief may feel completely impossible to you. You may feel like you have no evidence that something is true, right? Maybe it's that God loves you no matter what, and maybe you honestly have never felt that, but you can, or like you can't recognize having ever felt it. And so that's where having a bridging thought, so something to connect what you're believing now to what you would like to believe. It might be, how might it be possible that this is true? How might it be, um, oh yeah, how might it be possible that it, this is true for me? How, um, how have I seen this being true in other people's lives? So how might make that make, hmm, I can't speak today. How might that make it true for me as well? I think another really powerful question is, what if I did know? What if I did know deep down inside that this was true? How would that affect how I feel right now? How would that affect what I do right now? And so when you go to your study and your prayer and going to church, right, those primary answers, you want to have, just probably choose one question to focus on and have that be what you go into your study, prayer and church attendance with. How might this be true for me? And make sure to have that personalized aspect for you. So as we learn how to catch the patterns that we have been in, sorry, paper wrestling, as we learn how to catch those patterns that we have been in, we're able to see how they have been affecting us. And and then as we practice catching those beliefs, so again, let's go with that belief of I'm not worthy of God's love. Then we, we can look back and start to recognize oh, hey, today I felt really awful and I felt really alone. 
Was I believing that I'm not worthy of God's love? Oh, yeah, I was. And then you will get to the point where um, something's going on and you realize in the, in the moment, oh, hey, am I believing I'm not worthy of God's love? Yeah, I am. And then eventually it'll get to the point where you just start to kind of do that downward spiral and you'll realize, I'm not believing I'm worthy of God's love. And so that awareness is so important because then you can do something about it. And when you can do something about it, you are able to change your experience. You can ask yourself your new question or give yourself that reminder statement, but I love the questions, right? How might it be true that God does love me? How might this be true for me right now? And so when you are able to ask yourself that new question, you are able to find the answers that, that create that personal belief and testimony for you. So questions, my friends, are so powerful because when you ask yourself a question with the intention to listen and understand, you gain so much insight, and this is empowering. And you can ask yourself um, questions to understand, what am I believing now? Do I want to keep this belief? What else might also be true? And you can open yourself up to new beliefs and really personalize the gospel, really personalize the the doctrines of the church and have them become personal for you so that you can say, yeah, I actually really do believe that God loves me no matter what. I really do believe that regardless of the choices I make, I can be forgiven. I really do believe that I am blessed for reading the scriptures every single day. I really do believe that I am happier for living the gospel than if I wasn't. It's really powerful. And this is what's going to give you the strength to keep going when things are hard and to have that relationship with Jesus Christ that, that I know we all are striving for. So thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. Please share this with others. And I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for joining me today. If you found this episode helpful or interesting in any way, I would love for you to share it with others. Rate it and leave a review. I offer one-on-one coaching for people just like you. If you want a coach who values and understands how important your faith is in dealing with your personal struggles, I would love to be your coach. You can sign up for a try it out session today at youarelimitless.ca. See you soon.